0: Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement, what awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show.
1: (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. We're coming at you once again from a deep, dark, dank basement. And where we watch a movie and we talk about it every week. Coming at you, whether you're ready for it or not. the movie is chosen round robin by one of the Saturday Night Freak Show regulars, one of whom's missing, but who's here?
2: Michaela. Sean.
1: And I'm Colin. And we want to remind you that you can uh, get a hold of us on various social media platforms. We hope that you do. Write in. Talk to us. We'll read your comments on the air. You can find us on Facebook.
2: Facebook Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show.
0: On Twitter. At Sat Freak Show.
2: You can email us. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com.
1: Or you can follow us on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show, um, and uh, wherever you found us, uh, be it on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, please give us a star rating, hit the subscribe button, or give us a review because all of that stuff helps us get found by more uh, similarly uh, like-minded individuals. like-minded. <laughs> Thank you very you much. You did a thing with like- your
3: hands yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh.
1: <Yeah>. These people. <laughs> These people. But unfortunately, it's a audio medium, so they can't see me. Mm-mm. One day, maybe we'll be video podcasting on YouTube. We
2: could Facebook Live at some time.
1: There you go. <laughs> right in if you'd like to see that. I'm just uh, going to stare at the camera the <laughs> <and be> like <laughs> You could Skype in with us. Why not? Johnny okay, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Another visual moment. Uh so tonight's movie was chosen Podcast by... is going to
0: be full of them.
2: Yep. M- me who? This guy. Sean. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: Holly's not here. I can't yell my own name. So what did we watch tonight, Sean? Uh, we watched a movie called... Is it a movie? We watched a thing. <laughs> we watched a series of photographs <laughs> that it claims to be 99 minutes long uh, called Cemetery Man. Also known as... Uh, de la morte dell'Amor. Because it's from the country of... Italy. And it's directed Italia. by... Michele Sovia? Suave. suave. Suave? Michele Suave.
1: Michele Suave. Come on, let me,
0: let me hear it. Margarete. <laughs> <laughs> of hand gestures
2: happening, happening right now. Lots of hand gestures. Dominic
1: DeCoco. I think that's well, yeah. Dominic DeCoco. <laughs> okay. Very Michele much. Suave. So he was, uh, Grazie.
0: he was the well, he was a protege of Dario Argento. Yes, he was. He did what was Dario Argento's thing called? Uh, wait, hold on, I know it. Uh, Dario Argento's World of Horror. He directed that. Oh, that's the. It's a documentary yeah.
1: on Dario Argento. Yeah, done, he
0: had some part like,
1: in that. Okay, because he was also he was in. Uh, we've seen him in a movie called Demons. You've seen him. He was in Demons?
0: Demons. He's the guy with the silver
1: face mask that gives the ticket really? the metropol ticket out and curses
0: everybody to okay
1: a movie with demons in it
0: okay he's also in this movie somewhere is he that's what it says in the credits and on imdb i still don't know what this man looks like
1: i have seen his other movie i don't know how many he
0: did i know i he's saw done like 12 seriously uh yeah i would say like nine because I think the other ones were some other something. And one of them might
1: be documentary. Or, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The World of Horror documentary. Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll say nine. Okay. Yeah. I
1: think the Dario Gentile's World of Horror, you can see it on YouTube, but it's also on the Phenomena, the Cinex oh, okay. Film Phenomena uh, release. All foreign today. films.
0: Uh, I don't think anything else has kind of made its way to America.
1: St- well, I saw Stage Fright. Okay. There's but that I don't yeah. know if Stage Fright – was like a theatrical release here but it's a very odd like it's a slasher no movie. like i think it's a late entry slasher movie where a guy puts on a giant escapes from a, a lunatic escapes from a mental institution puts on a giant owl head and kills people performing a musical at a theater i mean it's i mean not that
3: good. yeah
2: that i mean sounds interesting it i sounds, mean it sounds, sounds interesting, interesting.
0: It, yeah but it turns out that it was that's this one this what this guy's good at it's going to make things that that sounds interesting Mm. And then well
3: Well yeah. Well
1: Okay. We'll so, and then it. he makes them. <laughs> so Cemetery Man stars Rupert Everett. Yeah. An English actor. hmm I am struggling to remember why we know Rupert my Everett. best friend's, friend's wedding. wedding.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was like the big one I
2: can and remember. That's nothing since then. Like I looked him up because I was like, Oh yeah, what happened to him? But he shows up and like, shit.
0: Like we yeah, you know, we all know you you listener know Rupert Everett. Like we all know Rupert Everett.
2: You've all seen his we face. Just do.
0: Yeah, because it seems
1: like he had like after this movie, like I think this was pre Rupert Everett uh, peak Rupert Everett, Mm -hmm. right? So then he got famous somehow with uh, my best friend's wedding. Is Mm. Madonna in that movie? Julie Roberts. Is there something with him and Madonna? Like probably for some reason, I have Rupert Everett and Madonna linked in my mind, but I don't know. Well, I know they didn't date. That's (laughs) that's true. Maybe he was a backup dancer.
0: Uh, I don't think so. It's unfortunate that Rupert Everett could not – well, maybe he could appreciate, but, you know, couldn't appreciate uh, the uh, actress he was uh, working opposite in this film. Uh,
1: The heavenly uh, Anna Falchi. Yes. So I don't know if she's ever done anything. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) either. But she is a sight to behold. Uh, Appreciation Club started now. That's right. Yep. We're adding her to the list of – Yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll mark
0: mark something. Do we
1: know uh, who else is on this list? Scratch.
0: Of people in this
1: movie,
2: Jamie Gertz
1: and Jamie Gertz. Oh, yeah, Jamie Gertz. Uh, uh,
0: Caroline Monroe. Uh, Caroline Monroe. Yes, uh, and Hennamic. Yeah. Definitely, she got.
1: You loaded. put some. Oh, Bill Paxton.
2: Yeah, Bill Paxton. Yeah, all right.
3: Yeah, we can yeah. put him in there. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. And uh, the girl from Danger. Diabolic. Diabolic. Yeah, I'm His sure there are Hammer scary. movies. It's all Carolyn Monroe, I'm sure. Basically.
0: (laughs) But I'm pretty sure, like, if you just look through that, don't you have a book of Women of Hammer? Hammer Glamour. I'm pretty sure it's most of them. Uh huh. Yeah. OK, so yes.
1: <laughs> I will
2: say her grieving outfits were incredible, like the fashion she had on when she was like grieving at the beginning of the movie. I was like distracted by how amazing, how amazing they were and how well tailored they were. It for is her. an right? Italian like, movie.
0: Weird. Yeah. Story, but it, very true. <laughs> yeah. They would be well tailored. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's very the one true. thing
1: I guess you watch Italian films for. The There's fashion. usually, yeah, like fashion. And production design mm-hmm. in their movies mm-hmm. uh, are usually, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. say cutting edge, unique. Mm-hmm. You know, They
0: are their own thing.
1: That yeah. dress
2: was like tailored within an inch of her life for mm-hmm. sure. Like, and then she had those amazing gloves and like the nice big wrap around the top. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I was like, I dig this look. I was kind of. Said it went away so quickly. I'm trying to remember
0: what she looked
1: like with her clothes
0: on. She <laughs> does.
1: Should
2: pen, that black, like black really tight fitting
3: dress with the dress, buttons all yeah. down the back? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're right, production, like the the look, the production the design, some yeah. of the stuff, like it I started say, off really strong. Yeah. And also like the slow-mo photography of this movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like when he's doing that thing with the sheet after he shoots her in the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Oh yeah, because it falls concerned.
1: down like as she lays down afterwards and the sheet like flows down onto her. Yeah. And I think like a red sheet flows over yeah. over to the bones and the Whatever corner. Whatever
0: they're doing there, I don't know how many times they had to do it to get it right, but that's that's beautiful. Well there's a lot of I've like seen and this
1: is what I wonder if this is what uh Michele... Michele. Picked up from
0: uh, Michele. Argento. Michele. Very close. <laughs> I know. Yes. I was just like, I'm, I'm going to call him something <laughs> uh, else. We'll call him Suave. Mick. Suave. 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 Uh, if this
1: is like one of the key things that he picked up from Argento was the uh, uh, this visual style. Because there's shots in this movie that are like, I mean, it's very, um, I mean, I guess you'd say they're showy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not as showy as what you would expect from maybe a Dario Argento movie. But there are a lot of I mean, even the first shot was like this. Uh, the camera pulls out of the nostril of a, a skull mm-hmm. through like a series of uh, like the cord of the phone. Yeah. The phone cord. And I'm like, how do you do like you got to have some kind of snorkel lens. It's a special like, lens for that. Camera because, yeah. In order to pull this off. There's shots from inside a person's mouth. There's shots. Yeah, uh,
0: I always appreciate the inside the mouth shot.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Shot from inside the TV. There was a shot uh, of like a burning paper, where the paper like burned in front of the camera. That yeah. was really cool.
0: Behind it, yeah. There's a lot of like that, the moving of the dirt from in front of the camera. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I was
2: wondering how many times they had to burn paper to get that like effect to look right. right. Like yeah. I always like think about the production the side of it. Yeah, am yeah. yeah, Like, yeah. fuck, how many times did they have to burn paper to get that to look right? Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, it contributes to that kind of. I mean, maybe this is where the are Well, I don't know. We haven't we haven't talked about it yet, but maybe it's one of the strong. Strongest. Will we?
0: Will we talk about it? I don't know.
1: <laughs> is that one of the, well, let me ask you, was that one of the, <laughs> or is it the strongest uh, thing that this movie has going for it, its visual design?
3: Yes.
2: Yes, without a will say doubt. yes.
1: So it's set primarily in a cemetery called the Resurrection Cemetery, ironically, and which is at least at night. Uh, the night cemetery is clearly built on a stage. It's got this gigantic moon and all of these, <laughs> the statuary, which like, I wish you could find in a real cemetery. Yeah. Cause, cause Colin creepy, would live there, you know, hooded figures and, you know, wingy.
0: Yeah. I love that statue. The fucking, after he shoots, is it, is it a different statue or is it the same statue that he shoots the wings off? that eventually gets like death's face in it where it's just the hood oh, that might be i mean I that's what it statue, was
3: but that's oh, cool that would,
0: subtext there right? uh,
1: you know yeah I mean, ah, yeah Ah, that ah, wings come was, off and yeah. ah, well there's ah. also that scene where he's uh having sex with uh uh anna Falchi in the graveyard and she has like the wing you see the statue yeah the wings are behind her yeah there's mm-hmm. the angelic kind of wings
0: wolf. there were wings
1: yeah, because she was in front of the, the way that that was was statue, that was statue.
0: Was behind her. That was a joke. Oh, oh, sorry. Like I didn't see the
1: wings. Yeah, just yeah, blinded by the beauty. Uh, so,
3: the
1: so what's this movie about, Sean? What? What?
3: Set us <laughs> up
0: here. I mean, which part of this movie are you talking about? Because it's about a lot of things. As we start off, um, right at the beginning, it's about a man who takes what, care you see of the cemetery. A cemetery. Man, he's a cemetery okay, man. I'm Ironically enough. He takes, he watches, he's the watcher of the cemetery, and his job has grown to be that he must dispose of the uh, residents of the cemetery who come back. Mm-hmm. The returners, he calls them. Mm-hmm. So they come back. Uh, what's our opening scene? Like, he gets a knock on the door as he's on the phone with uh, Franco. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude, a very a palish green looking fellow with a suitcase. Uh are yeah, like, what's the, the deal door. here? It's like, this hey. the
1: dude. He's
0: got a uh, he's got an ant crawling on his ear. Yeah, and he looks a little uh, dead. Yeah. And he gets uh he, pale. He, he's little, uh and he gets shot in the head. And then uh Francesco goes back to his phone call. Yeah, it's very nonchalant. Very nonchalant, like he's been doing it for a while. Yeah. So he has to take care of the people who come back from the dead. That's where we start out with this fellow.
2: The returners.
0: The returners. Now where we go with him is quite a journey. Mm-hmm. A while, it's that. And then it's
2: the point of into- redundancy, I would even say. It, yeah.
0: Like, There's a few things in this where it just feels like we're like, all right, if you're going to go somewhere, go there. Yeah. Like, let's go on to the next thing if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm.
2: And then when it does finally make that leap to doing something else, it's such a jarring way of going mm. about it that you forget what is even happening in the movie. You know, like yeah. once they finally decide to move on from the redundancy of killing the returners, it just like, like, there's no setup for it. There's no reason for it. It just jarringly jumps to this other narrative. And,
1: mm-hmm. He's getting married.
2: Yeah, it's just.
1: A- well, maybe we should talk about. Well, okay, first of all, in the setup, there's also uh, Francesco Della Morte, right? Uh-huh. He lives with a. Um, Nuggie? We say he's mentally handicapped. He's, he's like Kodor
2: a- from Game right. of Thrones, basically. Yes. All it's he like can he got say hit in the head
0: once. Is, he said. And he could say, yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, Nag. Nah. Uh, they call him Nagy because he goes Nag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe. I think that's why. I don't know where they got Nagi out of Nag.
1: You know where I've seen that guy before? I don't know. I've if seen him before, name. too. He's a French actor. He was in the City of Lost Children. He was one of the uh, guys with the, the Cyclopses that were <laughs> catching all the kids. Was
0: he a delicatessen? <laughs>
1: Seeing as though they're by the same director, it's possible. I th- but I don't remember him don't, in it, but he may be.
0: I don't know. He may be. Yeah, I feel like I've seen him before.
1: What's his name? Should we say it for the record? It's probably you on the can
0: back. Say it. Okay, here we go. I know who it,
1: he is. I am going to give it a shot. His name is Francois. Ah, Francois. Haji Lazaro. Okay. Francois Haji right. Lazaro. Yes. Right. Okay. I've seen
0: him in some things.
1: Okay, that was my, my
0: zombies, thing. guns, and sex. Oh my!
1: Yeah. Well, that's the American... Uh, this actually oh, did sure. get an American theatrical release through October Films, a company I don't believe is uh, around anymore, but I Can't was surprised be. that this thing actually did come out in the States. It also, it well, feels like it's a very late addition to the Italian zombie movie.
3: Yes, yeah, 1994. Very late. Like 20 years too late. Years, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: After the fact. But it feels almost like one of those movies. It's a movie where the uh, all the gunshot uh, sound effects are like the spaghetti western yeah. gunshot sound effects. I'm like, have they not updated their sound effects library right, they just, since nineteen sixty? They all
0: go to the same library. Yeah. And <laughs> they have to go to a library to get their sound effects. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's all I would public domain sound effects? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can, that, yeah, can, I get, can I get the backtracks, please? Yeah, <laughs> give me that. Yeah. Let me put that in. Well, it's that's also the gun wonder- with the little dangly on the end of it. You know what I mean? Where it's got the, like, you could hook it to a keychain and just hang it on your thing. Mm. You don't see that often. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting gun mm. with a weird handle at the bottom and everything. It's yeah. an old gun, it feels
1: like. Well, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. But
0: yeah, uh, but see, I wonder, I
1: don't know. That's why I was reading right. into this. I wonder if there's like a reading to this movie. I don't know what it is yet, but that it is like some kind of allegory for Italian history or something. He works in a cemetery and it's it to keep the past down. Right. The resurgent past.
2: But why is that happening? I don't
1: know. (laughs) And
2: we never find out.
1: Okay, well, let me let's characterize it in this way, because this is the best way that I can explain the plot of this movie is that it seems like it is almost three separate vignettes. Right. Vignette number one is the widow. Vignette number two. Are you basing this
0: on the women that show up? kind of feels like
1: maybe it. but i don't know if you can because, no, because it one seems shows like
0: like a scene yeah
1: yeah but there's the widow mm-hmm. then there's the uh the mayor's daughter and then there's the um assistant slash the hooker
0: right yeah i guess those two make a full third right okay because i'll go with that
1: it doesn't feel like the movie has like a three act structure like a a traditional movie uh, does like no. you expected. I mean, you know, part of the criticism... The, the criticism like this is a
0: serial that got put together.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention it. It is based on a novel oh, that's
0: by a guy named... It's a novel or a uh, comic?
1: It's based on a novel. Oh, his name's not here.
0: I think it's in here, though.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, if you can find his name. But he also created a comic called Dylan Dog. Dylan
0: Dog, which yep. was
1: very famous in Italy where they the guy who uh, who created this. Sclavi? Yeah. Tiziano y- t- yep. t- Scla- uh, Sclavi. Sclavi. There you go. Tiziano created Dylan Dog, the comic. Yeah, I heard is of Dylan Dog. Basically it's like a Constantine kind of thing where it's a private detective who communes with the other world. Right. But he based the look of that character on Rupert Everett. Okay. Prior to this movie. So of course when you make the movie Della Morte Delamore, you cast Rupert Everett in it. Sure. He eventually made Dylan Dog into a movie. That's what I was gonna
0: say. Did they make Dylan Dog into a movie? Yeah, I was gonna Roof, say it sounds familiar Okay. Yeah.
1: Brandon Routh. Former Superman returns. Mm. Wow, that's what it is.
0: That was a recent within the last. That was like ten years or something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, right. I I was gonna say. I remember seeing trailers for that movie. Remember that? Wow, it all comes. It's kind of like
0: R.I.P.D. or Men in Black
1: or Hellboy kind of thing. Constantine. You've seen it before. You've seen it done better. Yeah. But it's based I'm on that Dylan Italian right. or international comic
0: wow. book. Did he go into that, like, right after Superman? No, it was a while it was, after. It was, was it a while after think, him yeah. trying to, like, remain like, I'm still here?
1: Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I think Zack and Miri Right.
0: Oh.
1: was before that. Or no. was It was the Edgar Wright movie about the video game.
0: Uh,
2: Scott Pilgrim. Scott Thank Pilgrim you very much. Ro- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was actually that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: it's a good movie in general. But, but okay, so this movie. All right, so so story number one, if it's a serialized episodic thing, feels like, it. uh, is about uh so Delamore uh, Francesco, mm-hmm. right? Yep, meets a woman. Uh, the the widow, woman, right? Because I don't think she's ever given a name. She. She is she, yes. Oh, yeah, she's I kept reading
2: things she is, she is she, is she yeah. right,
0: yeah.
1: So she is she. Okay. And so he meets her at the cemetery, as you do, and falls in love with her at first sight. And
0: uh, what a story to tell your children.
1: Yeah. But he ends up, well, she her husband comes back from the dead <laughs> and bites her. And kills her. Like right while they're making love in
0: on his well, grave. They've decided to make love on his grave. Because but, that's what you do. That's what you do. By the way, the picture changing on the grave is Incredible. That will never not be funny. <laughs>
2: I would say it's the funniest part of this whole movie. Honestly, I love I it when it they,
0: is. yeah, I love it when they do stuff like that because there's other movies that were just like the there's a picture in a frame sitting on a shelf and yeah. something happens and the face has changed because they're doing something in front of the picture. Yeah, that will never not be funny. Yeah, that's good. Well, this I, movie, I, sorry, I like yeah. thinking
2: about the production side of that too. Of like they had to take all those different pictures of that <laughs> uh, actor making yeah. those yeah. different faces, and make
0: those, and put them <laughs> in. <laughs> there. Yeah, yep.
2: I just think about that elderly guy like in like some production studio, like all no. right now, <laughs> all right, now <laughs> to your now disgusted wife? face. Your
0: wife is having sex with the guy who buried you on your grave. Yeah, which
2: is also an Ant Man story.
1: And she also, (laughs) I think, says that he was a he was a great lover, the greatest, the greatest lover. And you see his face, uh, you know, this photo of him. (laughs) Uh, He's got this smirk
0: on his face uh, because he's like eighty years old. Yeah, that's comedy, but he comes
1: back. He kills the the love of Delamorte's life. Does he? Well, we're not entirely sure because the 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 movie says that he kills her. Right, Mm -hmm. the movie
0: tells us that. Yes,
1: she's a weird duck too because she seems to get off on uh, she's excited by death, like crypts. She wants to see this crypt, which I read on IMDb real crypt, you real people, right? We thought it was a production design thing, which I'm still leaning that way. As yeah, they're
2: dressed up, you know, sure, but. That's standing water, too. Ugh.
1: Yeah, this is an ossuary, folks, as we are Yeah, uh, I can't.
0: I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not going to. Where was the shot? Do we know? Shit. Uh, Italy? Italy? Yeah, I don't know. Do they have those things? Is I'm there, not going to put it past uh, anybody to have one of these things in a in a different country but mm-hmm. this is just something that happens and that they do and it's
2: well there's, a, normal and there. and there's like, cemeteries are much older than ours too so well, that's you know, very true is yeah. the
1: thing you get to wonder watching these type of italian movies like there anything new in italy like new no 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 no
0: no, no. italy was uh, uh, up to a certain point and then everything stopped
1: yeah <laughs> because of uh, plumbing building
0: yeah. everything stopped <laughs> Everything stopped. <laughs> done <laughs> like yeah. where are your roads no more! Yeah. Well... But maybe,
1: you know what, now that I'm thinking about it, because, you know, I have seen other Italian movies where they have like, you know, kind of, uh, you know, their version of futurism or, you know, new uh, construction. I
0: was just saying, do they have? That's what I wonder. Like, because I know we look like into BMW the movies. BMW's
1: headquarters looks pretty cool,
0: you know? <laughs> <laughs> we look into the future a lot and try and visualize the future of America in our movies. Mm-hmm. Do other countries do that to the extent that we do it? Because we just go oh, fucking yeah. ape shit.
1: Yeah. Well, you look at anything the French, uh, Luke Besson does or uh, even what that? is
2: that? England is, does it a lot too. Is
1: that yeah, Battle is it, on AD? Remember the uh, okay? That yeah. Was because was that a French movie or mm-hmm. the one with Vin Diesel, who's co-financed by the mm-hmm. French?
2: Or mm-hmm. what well, Black Mirror is English, and that's right. all way very much future. Yeah. Does
0: it does it feature like a futurist Does it feel like a futuristic?
2: It's all oh, yeah. futuristic society.
0: Yeah,
2: in, every single in the, like
0: construction and architecture and everything like if it like,
2: is England pertinent to the changed. story. Okay. Yeah, if it is pertinent to the story, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some a lot of times the stories are much smaller in scope than that, um, but it always features some sort of futurist aspect.
0: Okay. So, well, I wonder. We don't have any now, CGI. They don't have any CGI sharks coming out and biting Marty in the face, right? Did they do anything like that? Um, or did they do anything like that back in the eighties? <laughs> I wonder.
1: I don't think back in the. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody attempted it back then. I don't no. know. You, you got to. I mean, Japan. Obviously I mean, obviously did not as cartoons, much as we do. Yeah. Sure, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, no, sorry, no country anime. does it to the scale we do, you know.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. But now, having said that, is it possible that they were intentionally trying to fill the movie with uh, old, uh, to make it look old? He's got an old gun. He drives an old beat-up BMW car. We see... It's what a BMW, lo- or
0: VW. It's VW.
1: The VW... It's a Bug. It's a Beetle. Yes. And so... The Volkswagen, sorry. And then he's got... Uh, um, I don't know, there's like a motorcycle gang at some point that looks like, I mean, I don't okay. know Italian, uh, you know, a culture well enough to know, like, were there like 50s greasers hanging out in the 80s? Uh, <laughs> I've seen 90s. some of their movies or the 90s yeah. Yeah.
0: 94
1: it doesn't feel like this is a modern movie no or like the Not setting of it doesn't modern, feel modern
0: like 94 no, no. there's no modern technology
1: on display in this movie at all no so what though, was
0: modern in 94 or 93 technically
2: was, well but yeah. like Dead Alive would be like a contemporary of this right Dead like Alive like was
1: set in the 50s
2: B- and fe- sure. But yet feels less dated than this movie, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, I Probably. felt that felt more appropriate than this. Like, this movie doesn't seem like it can decide yeah. on a timeline.
0: Yeah. Dead Alive felt like it was trying to be vintage to a time.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was purposeful. Story, yeah. But, yeah. yeah.
1: This feels just old. But I wonder yeah. if it's trying to... Well, it feels old. But I think Italian. In a part of what you're saying is in the uh, filmmaking technique. Yes. Feels old-fashioned. Uh, yeah. Which you things- could also read as, like, not polished yeah. you know so that could but uh, it's like is that intentional is what i'm wondering but i don't know
0: i don't maybe i mean is it intentional i mean in as far as it being italian maybe it is intentional because they use camera shots and angles and things that i don't you know you know, see in american filmmaking right yeah unless it's like genre stuff
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's weird to think that cell phones existed at the time this movie was made mm-hmm. though and yet uh. this movie feels so old
1: yeah yeah so I wonder if they're trying to make a statement with that or, you know, is there something we're, we're missing or is, uh, you I mean, know, are the they just trying to be timeless? You know, it's a, maybe it's a fairy the tale kind of quality or whatever. Probably. I think there's
2: a difference between old and timeless, though. You know, I think that there's a it's a fine line, probably. But, mm-hmm. you know, I the don't... characters
0: are also in a circumstance where technology doesn't really help them in any regard as to what they're doing, I guess. Uh, being a caretaker of a cemetery kind of feels like old fashioned
2: yeah, but even like walkie talkies, you didn't even have that. You no, know, you'd think true, you'd have but, walkie talkies. But, but, what, but
0: what's but what's Nagi going to say to him? Nah. <laughs>
1: but he's, uh, yeah, but it, I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but at some point there's a joke made about uh, his telephone book. He's read two books, and one of them oh, was right. the phone book. <laughs> and then when Nagi goes to burn it, you know, at some point, like mm-hmm. just burn all this shit, he's like, you can't burn those. Those are classics. Yeah. You know, it's a classic mm-hmm. piece of literature. So it's like, would he even adopt modern technology in the beginning? Delamorte is another odd character. He is, I suppose, with his name, you know, being of death, right? Mm-hmm. Uh he's very morose. Yeah. Nothing really excites him.
0: No, he he, he talks uh like this. Which I think is of part the of the
1: problem with the pacing of this movie. That I your think so. That lead character never really, you never really get a rise out of him. No. Except for one fact. scene, I suppose, where he believes that he has killed the woman that he loved. Yeah. He does yell and like,
0: yeah, two or, yeah. Two
2: he does have back. moments of like really jarring, sarcastic sense of humor that seems to come out of nowhere. And then he goes right back to like smoking cigarettes and, you know, being emo again. Like, you, you know, like
1: toward the beginning of the movie or toward the end? Because his personality seems yeah. to shift.
2: Yeah yeah sure.
0: i mean there's giant shifts mm-hmm. in who he is as a character as we go along mm-hmm. in this movie
1: yeah because mm-hmm. toward the beginning of the movie he's dealing with the uh, the the people who won't stay in the ground right yeah and so he's killing them and it gets repetitive it's boring to him it's boring to us because it's not really done in a exciting way these are unscary um, zombies yeah until we get to uh,
0: the Boy Scouts coming back and that
3: That's fucking
0: weird. Uh I'm just like, oh, yeah, that would be disturbing if somebody just started coming at me like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially like a. a, Did he find out? So,
1: I mean, in that first the first storyline about, you know, him, his great love, uh, her being bit by her dead husband, her dying. Him shooting her when she wakes up Uh and then finding out, then she comes back to life and he's like, how can this be? And then he realizes that perhaps he, she wasn't actually dead and Mm -hmm. he killed her while she was alive. And then she comes back as a, as a zombie was all that. Like before the, uh, the, the big accident with the bus that ends up killing all the boy scouts and the mayor's daughter and the cyclists, which I think is, like, the second... That's, like, like the second... Yeah, block. because
0: that's also the daughter, the mayor... Yeah, like I said, the mayor's daughter. Well, the
2: mayor's daughter, the journey like that the, her, her character goes on was the one that I got so hung up on because I was like, this is taking so many turns that I did not expect. And that's it, just where we start taking, it just keeps going. It just keeps
0: going. That's where we start taking the turns where you're just like... What, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> okay. We're yeah. here now.
1: And this is maybe, like, a, you know... I've, we've talked before about a narrative engine or a narrative drive in a mm-hmm. movie, right? Where this movie doesn't seem to—it doesn't—you cannot at any point in the movie feel, like, an extent—you know, like, where this is going. Like, right, yeah. what are don't they know, setting like, up that needs to get paid yeah. off so I can feel where the ending is? Like, yeah. there's the resolution— to this plot line, yeah, is going to happen when these two people meet and you know, yeah. have to resolve some issue. It's like that's never really
0: set up, no. Because you're always working, you're always, your mind's always working ahead based on what you're seeing. Uh, in the movie at that time and like there was at no point where i could just be like all right we're going here mm-hmm. we can't I, I couldn't pick a destination where i even thought this was going like we got to a point in the movie probably 30 minutes before the ending where i'm just like that felt like an ending mm-hmm. that felt like mm-hmm. an ending to and maybe it was maybe it was an ending to that early the first vignette where yeah. he's uh, maybe that's what it was because there was even was, a
2: fade out on that there was
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he was sitting in his Sitting in his house because he lives in the graveyard, and he was just you know everyone was coming back at this point. Although that's part of part two, isn't it? This is after. I think that was the closer to part two. Okay, it felt like a closer because I'm yeah. like, that's how you end it, where he's just like, this is his life now.
1: Yeah, he's on the phone, it's nonchalantly talking yeah. to his buddy Franco, making bullets, blowing zombies away, zombies yeah, as they walk was in the door, an and ending the camera to something. pulls back and you see him silhouetted in a or he's uh, yeah he's highlighted in the win- in a window. Yeah. And all the zombies in the graveyard
0: are approaching. Right. And even Nagi is like getting rid of bodies. Like it's all very like this is what we do now. Mm-hmm. That was an ending to something.
1: All right. So the second story is primarily about Nagi, right? The assistant who falls in love with uh, the mayor's daughter at first sight. Again, we right? know parallel to, to right. Del Monte.
0: And we know he falls in love with her because he throws up on her.
1: Right. He's a very excited <laughs> fellow. Yes. He drools a lot, Ugh. and then he vomits on her. She takes off with Claudio.
0: Claudio! Oh, Claudio!
1: The motorcyclist. It's a great name. And they get into a horrible accident with a bus, so, like, you get, you know, there's an entire biker gang. That was so
0: cool. Was that? That part was so
2: fucking (laughs) cool. Yeah, you like that? Honestly, the design of, like, Claudio after the accident that was, was so yeah. fucking cool. I, like that. I was like, let me follow this story. Let me yeah. follow this fucking biker gang that lives here. And you know, like, cause like that to me felt very Return of the Living Dead. That uh, whole like yeah, little yeah, vignette. Yeah. And I was like, Where's this cooler movie? Why can't I be in this <laughs> movie right now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, it felt
0: like uh you ever see Greece Two? Oh, of course. You yeah, know when he comes back, Michael, as, like the, back the motorcyclist biker, yeah. and everything. This felt like the horror movie version of that. Sean's
2: cool I mean. rider, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: basically, yes.
2: Yeah. Claudio Oh, did yeah. you
0: love me, and Claudio? Yeah. That's just a he's that's just, just
2: eating me. I could be yeah, eating my whoever I want, anybody. Claudio. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: just a great name to shout, Yeah. yeah. Claudio. Great
2: Claudio. Yeah, but like the production design on him, like because mm-hmm. it was like he was like one entity with the bike at that point, yeah. yeah and like
1: the, he melted into it, or yeah. Something like and yeah. like he had
2: like a pipe going through his right, head and his hand and like, out. yeah. Cause yeah cause and like I was like, how? I was just trying to like logically think, like how did the like um actor get into that costume and I was, could not figure out. Built it around yeah, him. That's yeah, that's what it looked like. I was, uh, yeah, no, that part was so fucking was cool. cool. And yeah, it was so short.
1: And the, the accident scene was, I mean, it, not like disgusting, but there was. I mean, the
2: head popping was pretty gross. Yeah, getting but they, plowed they sh- over yeah, they by go the for bus. It, show you.
1: Well, this is a uh, visual effects, or sorry, makeup effects of a Sergio Stilvati, who's done like all the Lucio Fulci movies. Sweet. I mean, Stavatti, I think, actually worked with. Yes. Yep, that was him. And he also worked with uh, Alex Ja you know, because when, awesome. when he did high tension, he was like, mm-hmm. get me Sergio Stilvati.
0: Get me Sergio. <laughs> yeah. No, he's Sergio. So he's still he still works, Sergio. You. Yeah, we don't need a last name. <laughs> yeah. Get me Sergio. Yeah. So
1: this uh, might be
2: some of his worst work, honestly, when the, you mentioned those movies, like in comparison, like, I mean, obviously, like we said, the biker guy looked great, but I think right. most of their things did not look very interesting. Life-like. Yeah. Or lifelike. Or yeah. Life-like well, there's,
1: like yeah, oh, you right Yeah, <laughs> You can obviously tell yeah. when the dummy is being used yes. in a lot of like trick shots, but I'm like, you know, this is, this is still the era of practical effects. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, at least in yeah, Italy, but I would, I would say zombie looks
2: better than this, and I would say the Beyond looks better than this. But they're not pulling off.
1: Rusty, in some ways, so these are more ambitious. Like you know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: we gotta you know, I don't know. I mean, even to the point the headless effect on uh, the daughter, because of course mm-hmm. you know your zombie she comes back as a head, yeah. and uh, Nagi still having the romance with her. But there's sometimes when you can tell like you know, okay, that's the dummy head. That's the real, you know, her in right. the ground. And, you know, it's like, so mm-hmm. they're trying to pull off bigger makeup illusions than, like, Zombie and uh, and, and some of the earlier Fulci movies. But
2: hmm, there's a part where you see through someone's head in the beyond, you know.
0: I'm trying to remember
1: that. It's at well, the I'll end. Take your yeah, word we for we it at the very beyond. end. <laughs>
0: yeah, that <was> like, <laughs> yeah, that was like four <laughs> years ago last time I watched the <laughs> beyond. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like one of those pan outs because you're seeing something yeah. through a hole, you pan out and select like the back. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I mean, I was appreciative of the amount of stuff that he was doing. I guess, yeah. and some of the like the um, you know the creativity of it more so than probably like you're saying the uh, mm-hmm. the how he was able to pull it off is like you know dodgy, right? And by today's standards, anyway, you know for sure.
0: I mean, to, I mean, if you look at today's standards, I just watched uh, brawl and Sublock ninety nine, and there's certain things in there was just like. Oh, they're shooting a dummy. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, there's some apparent <laughs> stuff in there. Like, I appreciate the practicality of it, but, yeah, they're shooting a dummy. Yeah.
2: The fucking Grim Reaper character or whatever the fuck, that looked like a spirit Halloween decoration. Mm-hmm. That looked fucking terrible. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because I, it was also doing that thing where it's just like...
2: It was clearly a prop. poor prop master holding a stick up like into the frame with that yeah. thing oh yeah. god it looked like a yeah this has four Spirno motions I mean, of movement yeah. i almost
1: you thought get? that it looked but i just watched uh inferno the because mm-hmm. i was on the you know i saw the spirit 40th anniversary disc came out so i watched that and i had to watch oh, not the tom hanks movie <laughs> right
3: <Okay>. and, uh, <laughs> sorry yeah the dario argento oh, okay. one gotcha. <laughs>
1: and there's a fake skeleton at the end of that it's like ooh, wow you know i mean that's very halloween costume at least this one's a puppet. I, I mean, like the puppet
0: better.
3: Right. Well, but it I,
2: barely moves as a puppet. Yeah. Even
0: like, stuff like that, Like I can appreciate it. It's just like it depends on what the filmmaker is trying to get away with. It's like, what are you trying to do versus what you have? I'm just like, all right, I can appreciate what yeah, you're doing. Because,
1: uh, even the, the Grim Reaper forms out of, I believe they're burning paper at that point. So it's like yeah. all this black and charred paper floats up mm. into the air and kind of forms... The image of the Grim Reaper that then starts talking to Mm Delamorte and tells him, uh, "Stop killing the dead people. uh, Just if you want to stop them from coming back, start killing
0: the living."
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: right. Makes no sense, but okay.
0: Yeah, it's just like this. This is where we. This is another one of those. We're just like, all right, we're going to veer this way, Mm -hmm. and we're just like, okay.
2: I think a simpler design would have helped them out there. You know, like I think. Like they, they that like it was like a skeleton with a full face and a rib cage, and then like this whole tattered, you know, gauze yeah. over it. And I'm just like, just go with a really nice dark black sheet, you know, it's around something. a form, and that would be enough. Well, you know? and it's broad day more, daylight, yeah. more, yeah, so. more,
0: more Dementor.
2: Yes, that's, exactly. Less spirit Halloween. <laughs> yes, where exactly. I,
3: I
0: know I've
1: put that in my front yard before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. they didn't have Spirit Halloween back then. Well, they had those, whatever. They mm. still had the haunting. Pretty sure they did. Uh, Spirit that... Halloween's
2: been around for like thirty some years. Also, pretty, I'm pretty they pretty had sure ninety four. Spirit
0: Halloween comes from Italy.
2: You say Just, back then? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, guessing. It, yeah. I'm guessing. it does. You say back like then <laughs> like it was the fifties? This is nineteen yeah. ninety four. This is ninety four. Right? Yeah, yeah, they
0: designed them. Yeah. Well, I may, I may have owned the exact prop from this <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> That would be awesome. That would yeah, be you just great. Have that yeah. standing out in front of your house, like all year long. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'd that live is? in that
1: house. Uh, you would, yeah. So Nagi's relationship with the head, which he then puts in his television set.
0: Well, I wish this was a Tarantino movie where we get the little, the little chapter titles where, where it just says Nagi's relationship with the head. Yeah, like that's what that would be. Well,
1: this, this romance book. also ends badly because she Aww. starts to deteriorate. She bites her dad, the mayor. And well, uh, for good reason, she was
2: living in a TV before that. Yeah, yeah that was really she... trippy. I I was like this. I was like, man, if you were watching this on like some certain substances, this would be the most interesting part of this movie.
0: Yeah, this feels like a uh, and the head
1: a, like, a, like a moving zone or whatever. 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 Like She's it. in like her uh, like a bridal. Uh, what do you
0: call The headpiece.
2: Which makes no a sense. Because she's like the, the fairly young, veil. right? Yeah. She's got a
0: It's a death veil. Yeah. Because yeah. she got buried go in a clear with. coffin, like a yeah, glass a coffin. Oh, really?
2: Okay. And you could tell that they were the most loaded people because she was the only one that had that coffin. Oh, oh, everybody God, else had God, the cheap ass wood ones. And I'm, motorcycle guy didn't even get one, just got buried with his bike. Gonna, <laughs> makes I'm for an
0: awesome thing where he roars out of the
2: ground. Very true. I'm
0: going to say it now no matter how I die, bury me in a glass coffin.
2: They look awesome, right?
0: Like, because I, I especially only especially if I get into like a gnarly accident where I get fucked up, <laughs> Remind bury everybody. me in a glass ass <laughs> coffin. I want people to know this is
1: now a part of the record. All right, it's official. Yeah. You know? Yep, uh, yeah, it's on I'm the record. Just like, oh j- Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> he died. Well, it was like
2: screaming. glass, but like the like edging and like the structure yeah, yeah, yeah. was actually gold. So it was yeah. gold with like glass paneling, and it was it was real
3: nice. It Reminded it's me of the yes.
1: coffin uh, they bury Lucy in in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. It was similar. It was two years before this, 1992. I wonder, hmm. you know, or is that just maybe. an Italian thing? Because that's Francis Ford Coppola. He's Italian. Who knows? Maybe they do this in Italy. If you are in Italy
0: right now listening this oh, podcast. Oh, please let us know. How do you bury your dead? Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah.
1: Do wealthy, uh, wealthy Italians get buried in glass coffins? I hope yeah. so. Don't know.
2: It looked like a pretty comfy coffin, was, honestly.
0: Yeah. I am mean, I've heard stories people being buried in uh, weird shit, like, yeah. or coffins with viewing holes Coffee and, shit. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, well, you're what, talking about, yeah. Like, yeah. actual, like, with with kiss, the coffins. Little, yeah. with the, kiss coffins. Yeah. Uh, with the bell that you can ring. Right, right, so it, like, yeah. No, and it's like, like oh, it's still a, I'm still alive. not hey, dead. Hello. Let me out. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Jesus. I was listening to something earlier on where they talk about that whole thing where, like, there was a rash of people getting buried mm-hmm. who were not dead, so they mm-hmm. had to start burying them with, like, mm-hmm. bells on the top and oh, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm terrifying absolutely terrifying <laughs> how many people were buried oh, and we never heard from them yeah. jesus yeah. all right make sure i'm dead like yeah. if you got to drive something through my heart
1: yeah we'll just poke you under the
0: eye with a needle or we'll something. do something that makes big, sure right. i'm dead yeah okay just saying you could still have the this is all me planning fish, uh, you know a toxin well well that's what i'm saying this is all me like planning for the fact that i'm going to die before all of you so just i'm just letting okay. you all know All right. you also suppose the
2: brain dead situation we got to do it did, all written yes. down you all know this
0: i've made this known mm-hmm I
1: like the way that it just took a turn for the morbid. But this is... Uh, um, this, is in this is a movie key. called this Cemetery this, Man. And
0: this is a Saturday Night Freak show.
1: But this movie does have a very morbid streak through it. Like, it's offbeat because it's very just much. weird in the way that people react to uh, the other people in the, the movie. And these scenes that I think are supposed to be funny... Or ironic, like
0: I
2: want,
1: but I didn't really find it like it's not laugh out loud. It's not funny. No.
2: This movie not funny. And, and it's just what, not. They do some funny things,
0: but I it needs to like. I don't know if that's what they wanted from it because there's certain scenes I think you could make laugh out loud funny, and I felt like uh, we're like we're close to it. Because there's certain scenes that I did, though I, I laughed at, and I wanted, but I think they could have gone. I think in order for that, you have to go bigger. Mm-hmm. But I don't they think never, they wanted to. They
2: never committed to anything. No, like it they would d- like half assed all of it and never committed to one tone or the other, and right. that's the, problem. And they the biggest kept problem. In movie. Yeah, they kept, they kept switching, switching from one
0: to the other. I'm just like, all right, I what do you want to do? Like, I'm all for like if you want to go for like the the laugh, I'm like, I'm with you, but like you got to dedicate yourself to that. Like, go for no, it. Go big. yeah,
2: they weren't dedicated to it because at all.
0: because I would have been cool if this was like. I was ready to laugh at this movie because there's certain things I'm just like, oh, I recognize it as funny, but don't laugh at it. And we never, we never
2: like laughed out loud during this movie. Yeah. yeah,
1: No, there was like a (laughs) chuckle or something. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, An acknowledgement of,
1: hey, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. they're trying to be clever there. But but I think
0: it was ripe for like the the opportunity to be laugh out loud funny was there.
1: I wonder if it's the delivery or just like by that time the, you know, the tone of it has kind of, uh, and the pace of it has kind of worn you out. So when something's funny, it's just kind of like, I, I mean, it is in keeping with the tone, I think, of the whole thing. It's like, sure. it's kind of, it's not in a deadpan,
0: is it's, it? Its tone it's, is to like, it's,
1: it's, it's not dead intentionally pan.
2: deadpan.
0: Um, it's more based off of like Rupert Everett just being like,
2: uh, yeah. It's yeah, just insane,
1: ironic shit. Yeah, all right. The time. Or, you know, the fact that, uh, what, he's impotent. Supposedly there's a rumor going around that he's impotent. That
2: came in like two thirds through the movie. Like that came in so late.
1: That came in, in to be a uh, plot
2: point. Plot plot point. Use that term in?
1: loosely. That came in is is it the third story?
0: What's all about? Well, well, when right? he shows up, like when he walks through the first time he walks through yeah. the crowd of the bikers and everything. Yeah, right? so they I talk think it's earlier on. They, we,
2: I hear they have them, sex like, in the first act. Do they not?
1: They have sex before the impotency thing is mentioned.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's what makes no sense. Yeah.
1: Because he's not, he's obviously not impotent. They have uh, yeah. been, but somehow this rumor has gotten around town. Everybody believes that he is impotent. This is, uh, you know, something that keeps him from being suspected of murder later on, because he actually does go on a killing spree, uh, egged on by death. I think this is the yeah. third movie, right? Yeah. Where are the third story where he meets another woman who played by Anna Falchi, who you know, falls in love with him, he falls in love with her, and then she says that she can't have sex with him because she's freaked out by sex.
0: And yeah, or so, or more specifically, uh, uh men and their uh equipment. Uh, equipment, yes. Yeah. So The penis. So he <laughs> goes by the penis.
1: He goes to have himself castrated. In a scene where a doctor who can't bring himself to do it injects him in the dick scene. with uh, uh,
0: <laughs> with some kind so of chemical, stupid. it's we're, 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 flying this- off the handle. <laughs> is this man like? Just calm down for a second, dude.
1: Yeah. Well, he's committed to love. He's committed to love. Like he loves this woman. Well, see, I don't know. Does he love this woman? Wait, it doesn't make
2: they- any sense because they had sex in the first act. Yeah. So why? Like the fact that he's going so it's far off the handle. Woman. Makes no sense. Well, because like, he
1: lost her, he lo- he and he he killed her. So he kills wow. his love and then finds he'll her. He'll do again, whatever, and will do yeah whatever to keep her. Right, including castrating himself so he can be with her. Yes.
2: Which is, that makes no sense.
1: Okay. Well, it's it, the only way it makes sense is, is that it's set up for a uh, a joke payoff, which is when he's finally is not a good, chemically in, in a movie where they're not himself. trying
0: to go for joke payoffs.
1: Yeah, well, because it's the ironic tragedy of the fact that you know then she has been apparently raped by her boss, the new mayor, and enjoyed it in some way that made her appreciate what sex is, and now she wants to have sex all the time and can't be with a man who. Is impotent.
2: This whole I- like irony, like this whole how, thing does do not belong about that, in this Michaela, movie. Like it made me feel weird. Oh, I was like, I'm like, like what? well, the whole like I need to get my dick cut off to like please this woman was very like uh, felt like uh, felt almost like very, Mel Brooksy it felt like very, almost. Right. I was like it felt this is very real big fish. I was like yeah yeah exactly. There's a I was, song like, dedicated to that. I was like this does not fit in with this movie at all. But at the same time, this movie kept like. It, like like we said it, it almost felt serialized it, it, fit, it fit in with like every scene is going to be something completely different yeah. but yeah no i i mean i checked out of this movie long before that so yeah, i was like, like oh that. sure you know you're just adding to my reasons to not oh, my, be on this ride so
1: i guess i wonder and again i it feels like you know like i've been in this territory enough to get like the kind of this the 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 scent of this right allegory Right, where all of this is allegorical to something. Mm -hmm. I assume about either you know the human condition, which if it is, I'm missing it, or Italian culture, which in which case I'm also missing it. Where it's like these people, these characters are types that represent something. You know, the idea that you know you would fall all over yourself to make you know to make yourself into something else, and then. It turns out that that was taken, you know, was taken away from you, right?
0: And I get, know? and I get the the irony of him going so far, so immediately to do something to be with this woman and have it immediately come back and bite him in the ass. Yeah, I get that but portion yeah, of that. Plot. But there is a yeah, way I mean,
2: to do that that is funny, and this movie doesn't do that. Right. Like, but a, it's
0: like it doesn't want to do that
1: exactly. to be funny. I know, but like. Like, That's why it feels like it's, it's after something else, but I mean, like, if we, but if is we it? can't yeah. read it, yeah. then how successful fail. is it? Exactly. You know, yeah, it's, it's
2: like, for example, in the office, when Michael gets the vasectomy and then gets a reverse and it reversed and then gets it again <laughs> Sip, and it gets step, it reversed because Jan wants it, to, because yeah. Jan wants him to, like, that is a, vi- a vignette that is delivered in a matter of like five lines that is yeah. hilarious and we get it and it's funny and then we move on to the next thing. Yeah. This movie is incapable of doing that. Yeah, it's like,
0: elongating something. We're just like,
2: yeah, Agh. yeah, and like t- like that was like immediately what I thought of. I was like, well, this has already been done in a way that is more efficient and and yeah. also funny. It also lands the joke. Mm. This movie does not land the joke. Let's
0: say efficiency is not the strong point of
1: this movie. No. No. But I. I will, but again, yeah. I wonder if that was the intention. Or, you know, possibly. I mean, and we could be talking about. That's the like, problem. We can't tell is, what uh, it is. You know, the director isn't as uh, you know proficient as he should be. Right. right? Or, or they're, they're just
0: not letting us know what their intent is. As far as making these things. Or at least not obvious to us. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, this is, uh, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm just like, I feel broken watching movies. <laughs> I don't understand what they're trying
1: to do. Yeah, I was sitting there up through a lot of this going like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand it. But okay, so, so this is what happens next. Folks. It's not a good feeling. So after this, he meets uh, a couple of college girls. One of them is also played by also, Anna Falchi yeah. in
0: her third appearance. Well, fourth, if you count zombie version of her. Very true. Right? Zombie, like Mother Nature version of her. She's wrapped up in...
2: Like leaves and stuff. Leaves yeah. and
0: roots and shit. and She's been buried for a while.
2: Yeah, why do all the zombies have like trees growing through them?
0: I don't know if that's on purpose. Like they buried it something. has to be. Because they did something very early on in the movie where they had to deal with the first guy that they did. And then there's a tree behind them, a, a newly... Uh, Buried tree, it feels like, or newly. And, really, um, and it, it starts moving and comes up. Like they buried oh, it over yeah, the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, hand, to, to the right. hand comes out of the
2: ground right. holding
0: the.
1: Well, the, her, the her
2: husband, like the yeah. old dude, had like the roof yeah. going through right. his face, yeah. Yeah. too. Yeah. You know, through yeah. the coffin yeah. into yeah. him and everything. Yeah. It's just like, what? What is that supposed to what say? What is the key to so yeah. so this meaning-
1: Either, either, right? Either A, uh, there's some kind of nature uh, allegory that, again, I am missing. Or B, the tree is causing the dead people to come back
2: that's
0: what I thought at one point
1: that would be
2: cool if that's what it was right
1: when the the
2: husband
0: was coming back that's when that point really hit with me I'm just like is it what he's bearing them around that's causing this to happen is it the cemetery itself is it the tree light the plant life and everything Mm -hmm. that hit me at that point I'm just like is it this yeah and it's not furthered at any point in the movie Delamorte so,
1: wonders if if this epidemic is happening other places or if it's just happening there, but it's never concretely answered. No. no I suppose it doesn't matter. He's does a hermit; it? he's not going to ask anybody. Right? It's also like <laughs> and a fatalist. This we'll also guy. never Jesus. know because of how the movie
0: ends at that point.
1: Right? Well, okay, we're we're on our way there. We're so, in yet. this third storyline, he meets these college girls. He goes back to their hotel or apartment and has sex again with Anna Falchi, which I suppose that's supposed to be another. Uh, uh, Your joke.
0: medication's not working.
1: Yeah, because he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this I've had, I laughed, I'm because I'm taking medication. Then she's like, you've already come three times. You know? right. because I like the way that they, in- they cut to that scene with the sound <laughs> of a train, you know,
0: like barreling. No <laughs> a train, fireworks, something. Monkeys. Yeah, monkeys. Yeah, we can't forget monkeys. <laughs> Thank you, Monkey Shines. Yeah. But it's also like one of the jokes that they set up it's the, they set it up and they pay it off like right within that thing, which is they don't do throughout the rest of the movie. It's just like I'm, yeah, medi- I'm on medication. Uh, this may not work, and then we get a pretty quick resolution to that joke. where yeah. it's just like, I don't think your medication's working.
1: Well, they did that with like uh, um, Nagi, would, yeah. After because uh, you know um, Delamorte does make out with the living dead corpse of uh, Anna Falchi. Does she bites him, and he's like. You know, am I, is it the bite? Am I infected? Am I going to turn? And it's like, well, at least I don't have to worry about Nagi trying to take my head off. And then it cuts <laughs> immediately to Nagi trying to take his head off with his shovel. And those scenes. So they do those. There's they some do. Of those. those
0: scenes should be funnier, though. Yeah. It's this, it's yeah. the subverted, like, maybe it's the way that Rupert Everett's playing it, but they, the scenes like that should be funnier.
1: I think, I think. That has a lot to do, and with I, it. Think it I think it is. Yeah, the, the understated, low key tone. Yes, of his he's not
0: going. Doesn't interest
1: you in the character? No, he's
0: not. Yeah, and he's not going over the top when he's dealing with those things that mm-hmm. should be funnier. Yeah, I, yeah, jokes. I, and I don't know if they they want it that way. They don't want the jokes to be over the top, or if it's just how they're just like, ah, all
3: right.
1: All right. Yeah, was it intended that way, or that's what you had, and you could edit together? I don't know. At the end of just failing as filmmakers, at the end of the sequence, uh, he, um, well, I guess I don't know if this is the end of the sequence. This culminates in finding out that the you know, so this woman falls in love with him again, but then he finds out that she's a prostitute, if she's paying her way through Mm. uh, college, and so out of anger. He sets the apartment on fire and kills them all. <laughs> Out of so I'm anger, like,
0: he writes a check.
1: So I'm like at this point, yeah. Cause that's another joke. Yeah, <laughs> uh, At this point, I'm like, okay, so, you know, he's had love at the beginning that was taken away from him or that he killed accidentally. Mm-hmm. And then he finds love again for the same woman. It's all the same woman. Right. And then that he, uh, Castrates himself for her so he can love her non-sexually. Then he finds the another like sexualized version of her that he's repulsed by, that he kills. Like
3: after the fact, he's repulsed by. Yeah, he's repulsed
1: by her because she's a sex worker and not not genuine love, because that's what he's looking for. So I'm like, is there something? I mean, because that seems like that's the central arc of this movie, right? Of some kind of self discovery for Delamorte sure. or whatever, but I don't. I'm still like, mm. even as I'm saying this, it's like I don't see how that connects to you're like anything else. Yeah, I'm grasped
0: with grasp that. You know, in uh, in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit when he's just hanging on to when Tweety Bird's picking off his fingers one by one. Yeah, I feel like you're on that last finger, grasping at this theory. <laughs> well, because that's just before Tweety Bird knocks if you, you have, off and like, you fall. If
1: that's the- this is the last iteration of this woman that we see in the yeah. movie. And she seems to be the focus point of the beginning. Yep. So then it's like, okay, the movie has to be about his love affair with this woman or love with woman, you know, from a masculine point with of view. it's yeah. some because Right, because that's her name in the credits. Yeah. She. And somehow, you know well that has to be what the movie's about right
0: if they I mean you would think because they keep that coming saying? back I to mean, it what like the- if they keep casting her in these different roles throughout the movie like that it feels like that's where they're trying to put their focus mm-hmm. but what what I but don't what, know what that
1: means because even once you know once he does this then he just goes on a murderous killing rampage because his buddy Franco has been you know claims that he killed these girls yeah so Delamorte doesn't care now, can't tell the difference between the living and the dead at this point, just starts shooting everybody in the head. Assuming this is actually happening in real life, I that's
0: what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't feel like it's happening in real life. When he gets into that scene where he is visiting Franco in the hospital, and he keeps shooting people who walk in, that doesn't feel like it's happening in real life. Because it
1: pulls out eventually, and I think like one of the, there's a joke there too, where the doctor comes in and is like Sister, Sister Agnes, what are you doing on the floor? She's praying. Yeah, well, she's the, her blood
0: is all over the uh, wall. Yeah, this uh, gun. Yeah, this gunshot there, and she's on the floor, obviously bleeding. Hmm. She's praying. It's like, oh, well, it feels uh, the surrealness of that feels above like reality at this point. Yeah. In a a movie where uh, people return from the dead and he has to kill them. Mm -hmm. It feels above that reality. What that says about what where we are at that point? Say? Well, well, that's – what does it say? I don't know. I don't know that the filmmakers are trying to make that very clear to their audience. I don't know that they've – they have this idea, it feels like, but they don't know how to succinctly, like, let – the viewer know that this is what they're thinking. Well, I mean,
1: yeah. it's also possible that you know us sitting here. Maybe we're very dense.
0: I mean, it's very. I, it, that's, oh,
2: I, if you can explain this true, to us, please true. do. Yeah, please. There's always do. the possibility. I welcome. There's the guy sitting
1: it. out there who's like, it's so blatantly obvious. People, for God's sake! No, you're right. That, that's great. With oh.
2: I think my. I mean, we we've had two surrealist things back to back, so I think I'm just brain dead. My brain hurts from all the surrealist stuff I've taken in in a short amount of time.
0: We're all, it's the end of the year, we're all dealing with some shit. We've been watching some surrealist movies that have been punishing us and we are not. we have
2: our seasonal affective disorder on top of it, yeah. Uh, Top,
0: we are top, not seasonal affective
1: disorder yeah. Yeah. right now. Still smarting from The Last Jedi, Sean, is that what you're saying?
2: Well,
3: I'm, possession I'm, was I'm serialized. not at a good yeah. point, Colin.
0: <laughs> I'm not living my best life right now. Yeah. So, maybe we're not understanding what this movie is trying to say. I mean, it's either that or the filmmakers aren't able to uh, like re- relay that information, like what they're mm. trying to do. I, and I think they're at some level the filmmaker is I think every filmmaker is trying to do that. They have something they want to say and they're trying to get that across to the audience in the movie that they make. And so what is the filmmakers – what are the filmmakers of this movie trying to say to us? And I don't necessarily think that's clear – In this movie. But judging by
2: the comments in the video box, we're clearly missing something. Uh, Clearly, we're
1: missing something. Did we mention that Martin Scorsese called this movie one of the best Italian movies in the 1990s? Bloody Disgusting said that it was one of the greatest cult films ever made. Fangoria said.
2: It said it. uh, Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking at it. Uh, Fangoria said one of the best horror movies you've never seen. Right. Um, I can think of, you know, another 20. Probably. I mean, but we're pretty... Before that one. I would say we're
1: funny, pretty, says, uh, Frightfully funny, says
0: uh, Amy Dawes of the Los Angeles Daily News. Uh, uh, we're oh, okay. pretty keyed in, and I don't, I don't... Maybe we're not. I don't know. But I,
2: Honestly, like, this has never been something that's on my radar. I'd never even heard of this until Sean no. decided I mean, I,
0: I came across it, and I guess I never said that. I came across it. I'm pretty sure I was looking up a trailer for something that we had decided to watch. I don't know. I look up trailers for shit, like uh, uh, Shocking Dark, which is... <laughs> I've looked at trailers for that, and then it just leads me down a wormhole of other trailers <laughs> for weird shit that we will eventually watch in yeah. the freak show. And then I get to Cemetery Man, and I watch the trailer for this. And I'm just like, that looks like something we should watch. The trailer for Cemetery Man that I watched is not... Honest? Not honest to the movie that we watched tonight.
2: But I can see how they could cut in a good oh, sure. trailer yeah, from this you movie.
0: You can make There's it a, look like Evil oh Dead, yeah. too. There's a lot yeah. of elements to this movie where you can just... Uh, bypass. I mean,
2: even if you just watch the first first fifteen minutes of this movie, which is all I think you need to see, but like I could see why if you have only seen that much you would think it's a great movie. But it
0: you know even a movie you can enjoy watching. Yeah. It's just like zombies, Italian uh things that they're trying to do which end up being like, oh, that's it's so maybe in a version it's so bad it's good. But I mm. But this isn't Until tonight you know. I didn't see that the word comedy was next mm-hmm. to horror. Yeah. That in the seems genre retroactive. For this movie.
3: That and seems like, like a retroactive. Oh, ad- oh, edit. I didn't
0: maybe I didn't know what I was getting into when I picked mm-hmm. this movie. Mm, cemetery
1: Man. All right, so just before we go to our uh, we're gonna go to, to mailbag. Mm-hmm. We're gonna read some of your viewer comments. Nobody actually wrote in about cemetery man.
0: So we're going to be talking about, not about Possession. Surprised? The last week. Uh, oh, Possession. All right. We yeah, can talk about but, Possession.
1: Uh, and then we're going to do our individual reviews. We will. We're going to find out what well, we really thought. If you haven't, uh, you know, maybe you'd be surprised. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we I, never I
0: know. recommended Possession last week, so yeah, exactly. who knows what we'll do? Yeah.
2: I honestly feel better about that movie now. Like I appreciate that movie now more. After watching this
3: movie, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because,
2: uh, like, at least that, always that movie, at least that movie went for it. Like, right. it went they for it.
0: It decided what it wanted to and do, and it committed it it. to it. it. Yeah, committed to it. This is very true. But this is the ending true. of this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, really quick. Yeah, before yeah. We, Go for it. So at do
1: the you, end of this movie, real quick, movie, real
0: long, do whatever you want.
1: Well, we're coming up on on that time, but uh, so. Francesco and Nagi decide to get the fuck out of here, out of the yeah. town. Get out oh, yeah. of Belmora. Buffalo, Bell Bel, Buffalo, B-
0: Buffalora. Buffalo, Buffalora. Buffalora. Town, right? Feels like here.
1: Because they wonder often, you know, throughout the movie, like, what does the rest of the world look like? And
0: they've never left.
1: They've never left. They have that hobbit moment where they're driving away and they're like, this is the furthest away from home that I've ever <laughs> jumping been. Jumping
0: on the bed in... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And
1: so they go through a tunnel and they come out the other side and it's a cliff face and this is, there is no rest of the world.
0: No, the road has like fallen apart and ended.
1: Yeah, and ironically, and it's it like the Truman snowing, Show, and it's also at the beginning, the very
2: first but not as awesome as a, not a, as a awesome real, as of reveal, a reveal as the Truman Show. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
1: But at the beginning of the movie, it's like this is why it's like there's some there's some thought behind this. I just don't what the
0: frustration. Right, what this what, ending makes it feel like there is a snow globe
1: at the very Fuck beginning of the movie, which is that the two of, like the first thing you see is a snow globe with the image of the two of them. Yes, you just don't know what it is. Of standing right. at the edge of this cliff, and then at the end they have to show you the snow globe again, which I thought was kind of like okay. I right, fucking like, hate no, snow no, we, globe bending <laughs> so much. <laughs> the
0: snow globe bending. <laughs> the snow globe ending. And
3: Crank Nagi
1: speaks.
0: He speaks, and he speak- Delamorte after he is hits his head to he hits his head. The nah. No, hmm. no, no. I don't think he's reduced to it. I Are think he, he chooses that? to do it. That's my take on it. He re... <laughs> okay, uh, No, no, I think that
2: We he- can't say you're wrong and we can't no, say well, you're that's right. That's very true, because there's no... I movie. have no, no one
1: read says- on this at all.
0: <laughs> no, I think in- <laughs> Nagi, like, hits his head, is reverted back to being yeah. able to speak, and I think that the character... Like to go home. I think Rupert Everett recognizes that as he's at the end of the world to him, is the end of the world. Yeah. I think he recognizes that, and he comes back at his character that has only spoken those moments, and he gives him the only response he can give him at that point is, nah. And I... As far as two characters who have gone an entire movie as one who is able to speak and one who is able to not, to have that reversal at the end, I agree with that whole interaction, that he gives that back to him after he's able to speak. I'm all for that. We're saying from a, liter-
1: uh, from a literal point of view of what's actually happening in the movie, we're all for that. But what does it represent, Sean? I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know.
0: know. I, I I know what I saw, and I know that, like, all right. Mm-hmm. that's cool but i within the context of them doing that i don't know mm-hmm. what that means
1: it feels like there is something there's something that we're missing there here. should be the whole i mean it is about like you know his relationship with she mm. and how does the ending relate to that i don't
0: know i don't know but who knows <laughs> but about, who, who knows if you know <laughs> <Yeah>. dear Brailer <laughs> if you know Type type in. You can type, right? Braille, I would love to have please, someone explain
2: know. this movie to me in braille. I'll braille.
0: take it. I'll take it in braille. I'll yeah. figure that shit yeah. out. I will learn braille to figure out the end of
1: this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, granted, if you write in, your comment won't be uh, you know heard until one of our pre, uh, later episodes. You're right, but that means you just have to listen to every episode mm-hmm. uh, to very hear. Very true. That's good. <laughs> the <That's, be in laughs> catch
3: twenty two so. of this
0: whole thing.
1: Yeah, but please, we would love to know. If you know. Uh, Some kind of interpretation of Cemetery Man.
0: If you've got a hook on this, if you know, let us know. (laughs) We're failing
1: at our jobs here. We might be. I'm
0: all for learning something new. Please tell me.
1: Okay, so uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to summon our mailman, Igor. Igor, bring us the mail.
0: Masters! Masters, the
1: mail! I've got the mail! So many letters. Our followers
0: are rising. Rising. Why, thank you. Do you think he came out of a grave... And like escaped, yeah. like no. One, I think he's. Uh, <laughs> I think he's
2: jealous. He doesn't get a glass coffin like that.
3: Uh, uh,
0: Colin, bravo! You hit it. We're good. Thank you, Igor. Uh, Thank you, Colin. We're
2: good.
0: Let's, re-
1: <laughs> let's remind the good people how they can get a hold of us. So you can write into us on Facebook.
2: Facebook.com dot slash Saturday Freak Show. Also
1: on Twitter at Sat Freak Show.
2: By email, Sarah at freakshow at yahoo.com
1: and on Instagram, Saturday Night Freak Show. So, about our uh, previous film pick, uh, possession, oh, yeah, we hope you listened to our Did, epic uh, end uh, of oh, the Jesus. year, uh, suicide sized episode. Oh, please do. That's right. Let us know what you thought about that and our choices because let us to. know
0: what your top five of the year were. I'm all for, like, oh, know. yeah. Send them in. Love uh, to. We, yeah, I'd love to know what you thought were the top five. Maybe we missed something. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll talk about those
1: on next. That week's would be great. Episode. Okay. Uh, so anyway Jimbo Ice who oh, suggested yeah, he, possession yes
0: please what does he, he say he
1: wrote in and said uh, I understand the director was going through a particularly harsh divorce during the time possession was made and Makes it certainly sense. feels Obvious. like a spiritual twin to Lars von Trier's Antichrist
0: which was made under similar
2: circumstances <laughs> call that shit yeah <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh, Michaela just did some hand movements <laughs> yes. that would vindicate your selection because I cars. said that in
2: the wrap up I said you that did, scene yep. is done better in, yes. in Antichrist yep. now i to watch Antichrist
0: painful movies to, oh. Oh,
1: shit. I haven't
2: if you want to borrow it,
1: Sean, just yeah, bring, no, bring it, it. Well, oh, what yeah. the
2: hell? Yeah. Just on the freak show. Why no, not? No, no, no. I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, re- I don't want to revisit it. it. I don't want to watch this it. and go <laughs> to
3: yeah. bed and suffer. No, it's yeah, not something it I, I want to talk it. about.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sean
1: Roger writes in and says, I watch, I love Sean hello hello uh he says i watched possession for the first time this week funnily enough i can't believe it may i can't believe i made it to the end it's incoherent artsy drivel in my opinion can seriously not believe the amount of critical praise it has received but Isabel johnny is stunning to look at though that was something
2: i agree with all, all of that true. sentiment yeah
0: um
1: Well, Sean and I were heaping all the critical praise on it.
0: I mean, it (laughs) wasn't – I don't think there was a heaping of critical praise, but I think there was –
2: Incoherence is a good word for it. Well, there's
0: that. I think there's an understanding of – I'm not going to say understanding because I don't want to dismiss anybody. I don't want to say anybody didn't understand it. I'm just going to say that it was – what I saw was something that should be watched by other
2: people. It's a visceral experience, which is not always what you want from a movie.
3: Uh, But again,
0: I think, like I said, you're going to watch this movie and it's not what you want to – but it's feel.
1: definitely not going to leave you. That is one this of the things that you're like, going right. to remember. I'm all, like, it's a film life, that you affects, affects you that and changes yeah. you. Yeah. Like,
0: um, you know, I can't. You know, like we said, yeah. can't dismiss it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there you go. And uh,
1: Jacob Eddy writes in and says, "I want to recommend the movie The Voices."
0: Now That's people a are one. just recommending movies, just like he did it. We watched. They right. watched it. We have, okay, well, the Voices. I was. That movie's been on
2: my list for a while. Is that the Ryan Reynolds one? Yeah, I haven't watched
0: that one either. Possession was on
1: my list for a while yeah. and when he said there it I'm go. like well you know what yeah. I should move that up right.
2: Voices been on my list for a while Ooh. it looks like fun it looks I know like that's a good on time. Netflix isn't it I think, think so I think so it
0: yeah, might be Hulu. one of those where it's like coming January 1st this movie's getting removed yeah but it was one of the ones which like that mm-hmm. sounds interesting Ryan Reynolds hears voices from a cat and dog mm-hmm. which he also voices
2: mhm mhm mm-hmm.
0: and then it has some people. Dexter
2: like qualities about right.
0: it, there's some there's yeah. a lot of interesting elements in that movie mhm have you seen it? I have not. No, I saw it. Uh, did you see it? I did see it. I want to watch that movie. That's mm-hmm.
3: it. Yeah,
2: that's from like it's. A, it's right? on my list. It's, yeah, on, it's my on my list. list. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's there. Okay. So I welcome now,
2: suggestions, though. Bring there you go. Bring yeah, on. sure. Yeah, I mean, why, why not? Yeah. yeah, give us
0: suggestions because I was. We sat. <laughs> we watched this movie tonight. Colin had the DVD of it, and uh, so we sat through the 1994. We're assuming uh, trailers of movies <laughs> that they thought were appropriate <laughs> to put in front of. Uh huh cemetery man and boy did i write oh, down three 2006 this was released oh jesus i'm yeah. sure well i'm no, the, sorry on. the dvd the dvd
1: 94 the dvd, DVD 2000 i'm pretty sure that yeah those movies Well, but anchor bay that was what was so awesome about them when yeah. they would put out because all the stuff they put out was like catalog titles so yeah. they would put the trailers on their new releases, which were also yes. catalog titles, so you're seeing like "Visiting Hour" and "Warning Sign" and yeah, what else? "Bad Dreams" three movies. I'm yeah. just like,
0: yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah. These movies needed it. like that's it's perfect fodder for the freak show.
1: Mm-hmm. All for it. Trailer discs again. Right, bring those back. Well,
0: that's a, we've gotten some in some uh, suggestions from movie trailers. Oh yes, we have. Right here. Some of
1: them are coming.
0: They are very soon coming.
1: to this show after talking about it for so long. Okay, Big
0: Black so uh,
1: <laughs> the uh, now we're gonna go around the room and you're gonna find out what each of us thought
0: of Cemetery Man. Colin, what did you think of De la Morte de la More? Well um
1: okay so yeah the, the sean's like uh, you know hey we should watch this movie called cemetery man i'm like
0: oh yeah i got i got cemetery man yeah, that was what cemented it for me it's like <laughs> colin's like i got it I'm like, <laughs> all right done it was like what easy yeah. easily accessible Hmm. Um, little did i know
1: well i mean i haven't wa- okay so i mean my, you you own it you I have own it in your library yeah, on DMD. but i don't think i've ever understood it you know but I think... When did you come to it? When did you... In like, 1994. Yeah. I remember oh. I remember seeing trailers for it and wanted to see it It never came around here. Then when it came out on video, I watched it and I was taken with it at the time. I mean, it was... Uh, I mean, I think I remember watching it with my wife and there was like, you know, these moments where I was like, oh, you know, it's like that means something. But, you know, it's like... We're patting ourselves on the back for being able to spot the symbolism, but if you can't tell but, what right, the if you don't know what it means, means, then you're not, you know. Right?
0: You could spot symbolism all day, and if you don't know yeah.
1: what it means, it's I true. was a younger movie viewer back then. I know, um, it is but to be like, there is, and I and I didn't know the the filmography of Dario Argento or Italian film, you know, at that point. In time. Whoa!
0: What uh, at yeah. uh, what point were well, you one, like? This in, is when I that was, you didn't know this.
1: But well, I wasn't able to connect this universe that I can connect now. This is, this is this is a quote
0: unquote young Colin yeah, Clark yeah, yeah. where he didn't know this connection. Yep. This is video store, Ch- wow. video store
1: Colin. When I was beginning my movie uh, education, wow. watching everything that I could, and it did stand out to me. Okay, so when I watched it, because I mean I'm into horror and zombie movies, and here's this like really weirdo zombie film, which isn't really a zombie movie. It's like an existential, very morose comedy thing and you know i know there was the the you know army of darkness and evil dead was you know and dead alive i think was two years before this so there was this kind of like anything that had zany camera work and you know kind of an off kilter sense of humor about it it seemed to be grouped in in my mind with with those kind of movies and that's who they were pitching it to um You know, it's got gore that you wouldn't see in a a traditional R rated movie. I believe this is unrated. It is. Um, so all of these things are kind of why I was watching it. And these are still, I think, you know, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, this is, I think, the primary reason, primary reason to watch it. The atmosphere is, um, you know, it's visually. Interesting to look at. I'm not going to say beautiful. There's a lot of like, like Sean was saying with the slow motion shots and Mm. you know flowing drapery and you know shot compositions. It's very nicely put together for what looks like a low budget. Yeah, uh, point of view. This moments, but it does have a visual flair to it. Um, I don't know how else to put you in the mind of what you're looking at, but you know, knowing that the guy or knowing what to expect. But knowing that the guy was a protege of Dario Argento, maybe if you're familiar with his work, you know, his, what he does with the camera would kind of, you know, put you in the head of like what this might be if you haven't seen it. Um, only if you, it took place in a studio bound cemetery set. Uh, but this time watching it, and again, it's been a while since I watched it, but I've seen it at least, you know, VHS, DVD, he bought the DVD when the Anchor Bay one came out. Uh maybe you've watched it, you know, a couple times. Uh and watching it tonight, I think I don't know if it's you know one of those things where again the energy of the room was like so dead. <laughs> you know, where I knew this was not going over well and I wasn't having you know, I mean it did. It felt like I'm like, whoa, what is the running time in this? Is like 115 minutes or something? When you said it was ninety-nine minutes, I was no. 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 It has no forward propulsive momentum. And I think um I don't know. I mean, I can excuse you know, like I saw. I think Beyond the Black Rainbow had like somewhere it was heading. Oh, for sure. At
2: some point, (laughs) you know, they moved at lightning speed compared to this movie. (laughs) It really
1: did. At a point, you can at least tell that Elena and Doctor Niles are going to have to confront each other. So you're like, I know that there is an ending
0: approaching. Exactly. Where this one, I can't. You don't know what the ending is going. You know, like yeah. And there's nothing to give us. Like we're going here. Yeah. Doesn't exist.
1: So you're kind of cast adrift in this kind of narrative, which does, you know, now that we're talking about it, it does seem episodic, but I do feel that it is focused on something that the director is trying to communicate. It's just missing me. He is not communicating with me, and it seems like I am the audience for this movie, and I'm not getting it. So it feels like, I don't know, I'm... I know you sit there and go like, "Well, Martin Scorsese's saying he thought it was fantastic," and I assume he knows it more about He's crazy, that, you know. So, I, but that's the thing where I don't know if you know you can't dismiss it, you know. But I it didn't connect with me tonight, you know. So would I recommend it? I own it, so I'm like, yeah, you got to No, well, you don't have some, to. You don't have an to answer. go no. seek this out. I think no. the only the only person out there that would want to see this is if you are. Um, you know, if you're a fan of the Italian horror subgenre, I think specifically you cuz you've yeah, seen you have to see it, a everybody. lot of stuff that doesn't make any good goddamn sense and is uh, you know, a visual experience, well then you're going to give this a little bit more breathing room. Uh for everybody else, yeah. I think get, you're going to be bored out of your mind, or it's just not going to connect. Um so I think maybe that is a pa- uh, pass. You don't need to see a Cemetery Man. Michaela?
2: Uh, this movie's a mess. Like, it, it feels like, you know, I, I know I say on a lot of movies they need to embrace the editing process. This movie, I don't know if that's the problem. I think it's more just like this. <laughs> the narrative is just non-existent. <laughs> it needs to
0: embrace the narrative.
2: Problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not editing that's a problem. It's it's a, a, a basic plot that's the problem that you can follow from start to finish. It. it And, you know, I I feel like I've seen a lot of movies lately that feel like serialized stories. And that is like so aggravating as a viewer to be watching a movie and to be and, and even when you are on board with it, for it to get so far from the main plot that you're like, wait why is what they are doing now important? And I feel like I I'm, I'm in this like streak of movies like that right now. And I, I it is not weighing well on my like sanity for movie watching, you <laughs> We're know, all like doing well. Yeah. <laughs> like I I cannot take another movie where like characters are sent on a side a side quest for, you know, that <laughs> that I cannot even make sense of how it ties back to the main story. I can't do it anymore. And this movie is incomprehensible. Like it is I don't know what the plot is to this. I could take a stab at it, but I, I don't know. This movie's just uh, it's a hot mess and I don't really get what point's trying to make or what allegory it's trying to make or what statement it's trying to say. It but yet it seems like relatively well budgeted, which is weird for a movie that has a plot that seems so like my first time writing a script. You know? It's everything so financed
1: by three countries. Yeah. France, Germany, and Italy. Yeah, yeah,
0: because these people had to go out and find three countries who were just like, Yeah, we're willing to do that. Right. They had to find people who are just like, yeah, we'll put yeah. money addresses.
2: And it doesn't it doesn't fully commit to anything. It doesn't fully commit to being like gory and dark. It doesn't fully commit to being humorous. It doesn't go far enough to be like an Evil Dead Two or like um you dead know, alive. dead alive. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. go far enough to be that, which like those are your contemporaries, especially at this time this came out. If you're if you're not gonna go to that lengths, don't even put humor in it is kind of how I'm looking at it. You know, you can't half ass it, I don't think. And the jokes just don't land. They just fall so flat, and they're just not well-delivered and not well-written, and just that everything is just so choppy and jarring, and nothing is smooth and transitional, and I, I would not recommend it. Sean, what would you think? Um,
0: I don't know. I want to know what you were thinking, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really
2: do. I'm just
0: like, I, oh, it's tough for this movie, like... They're not good at any specific thing for this. I'm just like, I don't know. It feels like a mess and they want to be too many things and like you have to dedicate yourself to one thing and they don't. So I have to pass on this movie. Um <laughs> I think we'll all be reading this booklet that came with the yeah. DVD. Yeah. to tell like put what, piece yeah, it together. what what did you, from what you admirer reading? of the yeah yeah cuz it's not from anyone like it's from some person who wrote something on this movie at some point um I will read that and decide what they want it to be but yeah well, I, I we'll I, know okay. after we read it maybe but like it takes like, it's a movie that takes some like looking into to decide like oh this is what you want it to be but they don't make that apparent in the movie we watched so uh, it's too much. It's, nine, like I said, 99 minutes, and we it felt like three hours. So I can't recommend this. Um, probably don't watch it.
1: All right.
3: Probably,
0: don't, don't, watch probably
1: don't watch it. Probably don't watch it. Well think said, Sean. So. I was going to say,
0: that feels like me That dedicating myself. Don't, all right. Don't watch this movie. I don't recommend it.
1: Pass. All right. There it is. So, that's Cemetery Man. Next week, we're going to be watching
0: a movie that's chosen by... Holly? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I say question mark. Yeah. She, wasn't, she wasn't here tonight, yeah. so like, that's yeah. what we're doing. So, uh, Holly, <laughs> what are we picking next week?
1: Well, Holly wrote in. She's going to be picking Mortal Kombat. Oh, Actually, yes. I think you're supposed to say...
3: Mortal, Mortal Kombat! Kombat! <laughs> yeah that's right
1: so that's going to be next week on the saturday night Free dear Show. lord please join us for that
3: and until then ladies and germs the basement is going dark